Welcome to Design Speaks. This lovely podcast is brought to you by a graphic design geek and a regular human being, aka a non-designer. We're here to chat about music, pop culture, cool places, and basically whatever we feel is relevant. Welcome, I'm Brandy C. And I am Michelle. And welcome to episode four of Design Speaks. Episode four. We're there. It's four, right? Yeah, you're correct. Okay, your eyes said something was wrong. I'm sorry. No, no, no. My <laughs> my eyes said, why am I so low in volume? I'll fix that right now. I'm good. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good. At least one of us is paying attention to stuff like that. I'm just like, keep talking. Keep talking. No, don't worry about silence. Silence is an okay thing. That's something that you are not... You're not okay with, with, but it's not a bad thing. What would you do if you were placed in a room that was deadened? Like the sound was just deadened. Like if you were, it was so quiet that you couldn't even like, you could hear, like hearing your own thoughts. I don't know. Like, really? You would just sing? I would like tap my foot. You wouldn't be able to sit in silence? No. Let's try it. I can't do it. It's rough. Just the thought of how long this will go on for makes me kind of want to cry. Oh, wow. (laughs) Man, so space is not your... I like negative space in in design, but not in sound, not in a room with people. I was talking about outer space, but whoa. Oh, yeah, outer space. (laughs) No way. I like how your mind just went immediately to negative space. Like, what the heck word is... What is that? Oh, man. You want to dive into that? No. No, not yet. (laughs) But, I mean, you just said something that I'm not – Yeah. I don't no, really know. I, I can briefly tell you. Negative space is basically a place on a design or, like, a photograph where something – it's, like, empty. Negative space. Yeah. It's, self, it's self-explanatory. Yeah, that so makes sense. If there's, like, the letter A, the negative space, and the A is the little triangle. The triangle, space. yeah. That's the negative. Okay. Not the positive. Man, you guys got some fancy words out there. <laughs> negative space. No, oh, it's I good. haven't even begun. Hierarchy. <laughs> fonts. <laughs> Drop shadow. Yeah. Which I still haven't completely learned about. So It's okay. Uh, most real designers don't like drop shadows. Anymore. No, I know. I, I, Yeah, definitely. I am. Um, I work with a few designers as well, <laughs> and they, they make jokes about them a lot. And I'm just like, that must be really funny to them, this whole jo- drop shadow <laughs> joke that they keep saying. Yeah. Now, to be fair, there is a place for everything. Okay. There are times when drop shadows are necessary to a point. You know, I just, you sent me a BuzzFeed article not too long ago um, where it was like, I don't know if it was a BuzzFeed, maybe it wasn't a BuzzFeed article. It was just like an, I a sent list. You lots of things. It was like a list of like. Oh, was it the design geek list? Yeah. Yeah. And I read through it and it was just like. Did you even understand half of them? I understood the drop shadow <laughs> one because it was like, it was like when you're outside and you're looking for a drop shadow to sit under. <laughs> I LOL'd, like, I actually laughed out loud when I read that. And I just understood it. So I was like, oh, thank you, Lord. I understand what this is. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the worst is when um, I do something that I didn't like, and my brain wants me to go for the undo. Command Z. Command Z. Command Z. Like, in real life. Like, I want to undo something in real life. I do that. I've been doing that (laughs) since, like, you know... Um, desktop Windows days where it was Control Z, Control Z, and like 
I remember being in middle school thinking, control Z, control Z. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. This is real life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, no. <laughs> or I've actually, like, reached into the dead of air for my mouse when I'm nowhere near really? the computer. Really? Like, it's, it's kind of like your glasses. Do you, you don't wear glasses, really, but, like. I do. But not, like, not often. Regularly. So whenever you put, like, I have to regular, uh-huh. I'm, I'm blind. So if I'm not wearing glasses, I'm wearing contacts. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just, like, I automatically just push up my glasses, and they're not there. Yep. Nope. <laughs> but your that's your motion with your yeah, the mouse. the mouse. I'm like, oh, I, no, 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 nothing for me to do with that right oh now. Gosh. I'm not even in front of a computer. I have a problem. That's so funny. <laughs> a few days ago, I was um, paying for something, and I'm so used to touch screens still mm. in my life that the these people like turned the screen towards me, and I thought it was a touch screen, and I just started touching it, and I'm like, it's not working. And they're like, oh no, you have to use the mouse. I'm so like, so why are you showing me the screen? I'm like, no. I'm confused. <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, you're still there. I get it. Cool, man. <laughs> I hope you get a touch screen soon. <laughs> Our kids won't even have these problems. They will probably reach for an invisible mouse and it will work. That is wild. We were just talking about this <laughs> earlier today when you were like, isn't it crazy what like our like our parents went through like with us, like, oh, they're never going to know. And then now we're going through that with our kids. They're never going to know. Like um, back in my day, back in my day when you would turn on the radio and hear songs. Now it's mostly podcasts. You and had to talking. make mixtapes yourself. Oh and they my were gosh. actual tapes. I had a blast making mixtapes. That was like tapes. the best. Yeah. Do people even make mix CDs anymore? That's fun too. I, um, Kelly made me, my husband made me a mixtape back when we were dating, but that's the last mixtape. Now tape. it's playlist. Sorry, I'm sorry. It was a CD, mix CD. Yeah, playlists are still, they, those yeah. can be romantic. That's like, like the next hey, thing. I created this really cool travel Spotify playlist and I was just, here, you can, here's the URL. You can just take it. I'll share it with you and you can listen to it. <laughs> and <laughs> we digress. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all about whatever. Yeah, we digress. <laughs> how, how can we pull design out of that? Um, it was designed by someone. It that was. That playlist was that, very carefully chosen. Yeah. I, it's only things I'd want to listen to on a road trip. That was my... <laughs> I do have um, a question for you today that I'm really excited to ask. And I'm going to say slightly terrified to ask. Because you've you've asked me this before and I've gone fiery. You got fiery with me and I was like, whoa, what the heck did I do to you? But it wasn't, you know, it was just like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. So I'm not, I don't want to know the answer. I just want to, like back then I didn't want, now I do want to know the answer, but at the point I was like, wait, hold on. It's okay. We can talk about this. Wait for the mics to be turned on. Um, So my question for you today is what program do you use to Make your designs. <laughs> you said that with such apprehension in your voice. Like, please don't kill me. <laughs> don't kill me. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. <laughs> okay. So where this question came about in our discussions was we were, we were planning this podcast and kind of ideating. You're going to hear that a lot. Mm, um, what, we were, what we were going to do, um, what kind of topics we were going to cover. And um, Michelle asked me, like, well, what kind of things do people – like, what's, what's a question you get asked that you, like, really hate? And it took me like half a millisecond to decide that it was that that one. Um, what programs do you use? And I get I get kind of fired up about this one. Um, I think some for good reason, and some may come across as a little um, uppity designer. Uh, primarily because it usually comes at the point in a conversation with someone 
where they say, oh, you know, I'm so-and-so and I do this. And uh, I say, hi, I'm Brandy. And they're like, well, what do you do? And I say, well, I'm an independent creative director, which is always really confusing. I get a look of confusion, which we can talk about. Does that about mean that freelance? Does that mean yeah. I work for myself? Yes. Hey. Yeah, good job. Hey-o. Independent. I mean, it is pretty self-explanatory, but it's the creative director part that kind of throws people. So then I go, I do graphic design. And then they kind of nod their heads like, oh, yeah, I know what that means. But really, nobody understands what that means, which is part of the reason why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, we want to make, we want to clarify yes. what that means. And hopefully, I mean, it's going to, it's a process. <laughs> Everything's a process. <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah. So the next question I get probably the most often from people that are like interested in what I do, like they think it's cool. So they want to do it. They go, oh yeah, I I like graphic design or I've always wanted to be a a graphic artist, which PS is not the same thing. Also another thing I hate. It's me. (laughs) um, uh, So what programs do you use? And And like coming from somebody (laughs) who like, from my viewpoint, it's like, yeah, that's a totally valid question. What program do you use? But from someone, from for you, for some reason, that really irks you. That really, <laughs> yeah. And okay, so what program do you use, and why does that make you so mad for me to ask you? Not you know yeah. upset, but yeah. So, and I I try to be gracious um, mm-hmm. with people. My usual answer is, well, it's not actually like it, honestly, it's usually what program do you use. Um, and they almost always followed up with, is that like Photoshop? And I have to like contain every rude designer bone in my body to just be like, no, it's not just Photoshop. You know, I'm a serious designer. I can make a design if you give me scissors and a magazine and glue and it will look great. Like (laughs) This is what I do. (laughs) I don't need Photoshop to be. So I get fired up because... I, I try to see that, like, I feel like they're probably genuine mm-hmm. and, like, they probably are like you, like, really just don't have any idea what they're asking. But to me, what I hear is um, the equivalent of someone going up to a surgeon and being like, wow, I love the surgery you did on my uncle. Like, what tool did you use? I would love to get that tool so <laughs> I can do that, too. Oh, like, that's that like sounds a ridiculous, completely right? Completely different perspective. Yeah, that's crazy. But and for sure. It's the same thing. It's like at this point in my life, I've been doing this for over 15 years. Mm-hmm. And to have someone, you know, and it's it's I hate I'm not like a blame the media person, but part of this does have to do with the media because all they talk about is like, oh well, you know, magazines and they just like Photoshop people and make them look skinny or make them look pretty or, you know, all the things that they do. And they've kind of made it seem like all graphic designers do is like that. And like, we just use Photoshop and like throw stuff together. That's true. I mean, I have heard a lot about Photoshop and I don't know much about graphic design. So yeah. And so it gets really kind of angry because it's like, it kind of demeans what I do and it makes it sound like, oh, all you really need to be a graphic designer is you just buy Photoshop. And like I mentioned a couple episodes ago, it's like, well, yeah, and there's this magic button that just says design, and you just, like, 
press the magic button in Photoshop and all of a sudden, look, it's pretty and it's cohesive and it sends the right message. (laughs) It's not like Instagram where you can adjust a few things and then throw a filter on it and call it good? No. See, and that's all I know. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm learning a lot about saturation (laughs) right now. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. You can do that. An experienced designer like myself can probably look at a design like that, and I use the word designs like very loosely, and tell you what filter they used, and basically tell you Kelvin. They, yeah, they no, <laughs> they aren't named in Photoshop. Oh, okay, Sorry. but um, not like that. They're different. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and tell you like, well, I can tell that they just used that font right out of the can, which basically means. All they did was type it and change the font, Mm. and they didn't do anything to it. Okay. So that's another thing we'll talk about is something called typography. So typography is designing with type. It's not just, you know, if you're doing an event for, I don't know, Oxen Moot, which is... <laughs> which is see a, my eyes just it's now. A, it's a it's a Tolkien festival. Oh wow, <laughs> wow! Yeah, pulling my, that my, inspiration my deep. Other, my <laughs> other geek, it's coming out. But if like if you just like type out oxen moot and change the font and throw it on something, that's not designing. Okay, like you could probably do that, right? Yes, I can. Are you a designer if you do that? No. Yeah, I do not. I would not consider myself a designer. Yeah. So, and that's that's the problem, and that's where I, I get fired up. It's because it's like I don't care if people want to learn, want to know, and understand what what design is and how I do what I do. It's it becomes a problem when it sounds to me like they're just like, oh yeah, I've always wanted to do that. It sounds really cool. Um, how much is that software so I can do that too? See, and <laughs> and I. Now that you're explaining it, a thought just occurred to me. Um, I guess I, I understand because you hear people say stuff like that. They're trying to engage in conversation. And what, what why it really makes you upset is because you probably know of people that are like, oh, yeah, um, I could totally do that. And then they open a business. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. have some really terrible merchandise that you can buy and people eat it up because they're like oh yeah they use this program for that and I know about that and so and you know it's just like man people are making bank off of things that they're only they're not really they're half-heartedly trying yeah and the bummer part is and that's another reason why we're here like I want people to appreciate people who are not designers to appreciate what we do like what a serious designer does and I say serious meaning people that like actually have a process they have checks and balances for their designs they look at them with a critical eye like they care about the colors and the typefaces they choose I do know far too many people that are very like I'm just going to throw something together and I'm going to put it on a shirt and it's going to look really uh, trendy and people will love me and they will love it and call me an awesome designer because they don't know any better. And it's true. Like the majority of consumers don't really know like a good, like a really, truly good design. They don't know if someone has ripped off from someone else. They don't understand, you know, the ethics of design, um, which is another thing. And I'll just call them hack designers. I'll call them for what they are. They're... Um, I don't mean this and how it's going to sound, but basically they're tools. Like they are not the creators. They are the instrument. Okay. Like they don't have the ideas. They just know how to use software. So when you see a designer that knows what they're doing, what draws you to them? What helps you like, how do I say this? Um, 
what draws you to them to, and like what lets you know that they are a real designer? Is it like just looking at their work and knowing or do you have to kind of dive a little bit deeper? It depends. I would say that um, for the most part, after, you know, probably the same for you when you're listening to a good, um, I don't know, chorus or, mm-hmm. you know, something sound related your ear just gets tuned to it Mm -hmm. and you kind of just can tell it's hard to kind of pinpoint exactly and it's a little bit more vague to explain but I will say that it is things like I said before I can tell when a title for something has just been typed out Mm -hmm. and it's part of it is called this thing called tracking and kerning and it's the space between letters Okay, I know. Yeah, yeah. So when when it's just typed out, the computer is doing the work for you, mm-hmm. and it's just typed out. However, and sometimes it's as not you've even. Seen, yeah, it's not even. Oh, that drives me nuts. When yeah. like like honestly, just like even in a Microsoft Word project, where I'm like, does that double spaced? N- nope, that's just one space. That's weird. That looks off. Okay. Yeah, so so I can tell the biggest place to be perfectly honest. I can tell whether that designer is a good designer and has a good eye and good design thinking behind their design is their type, their type choices. And I, I tend to use the word type as opposed to font because um, type kind of covers more of the gamut. A font is like a specific thing. Type yeah. can be a lot. Um, if I can tell that they've worked with the type, that means that they care. because a lot of designers will pay attention to everything else and then go, Oh crap, I have a title. Okay. Like, I should probably throw it out on there. And then they just type it up and... Call it good? Yeah. Ooh, that's obnoxious. You know, I get it. I yeah. get it. So, ooh, take a breath. Yeah. Cool down. That cool was down. actually even cooler, me. That was actually pretty chill. Hey. In that topic. I still think you have some cooling down to do. Why don't you take a second? Okay. Hey, before we head out, I have... Um, I want you to talk about one of your favorite designers... Um, that I know about, but I just like you. He, I just like hearing you talk about him because you're so passionate, and it's like another love of yours. Yeah, well, <laughs> in a weird, not, not, in, the, <laughs> not in that way. Come on, guys, let's be grown ups here. Yeah, let's be grown ups. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have an enormous amount of professional respect and love in that way for for this gentleman. So um, I don't even remember, to be honest with you. Uh, how I came across this guy, actually, now, I, now that I think about it, I have this ginormous um, design book, one of many, and it basically shows a process. It shows how, how designers uh, got from like the idea to their final product. And I, I saw one of his posters here probably, I want to say like 2008 or nine, maybe earlier than that. And I didn't really think much of it. And probably... Um, I want to say like two years ago, I came across him again on YouTube. Um, his name is James Victore, V-I-C-T-O-R-E. Um, he used to have a YouTube channel called Burning Questions, which just recently transitioned over. He's doing something new on on a Patreon, which is really cool too. But um, the thing that I, I love about James Victoria, his his big thing and something that I've I've kind of adopted for myself is this idea of creative courage and like not worrying. And this, this is kind of controversial and it's a little like 
there's like a weird dichotomy for me because on one hand, I really love process and I really think it's our, our job in some ways as designers to take on the persona of our client in order to get in their heads like we talked about in the process episode. Yeah. Um, but what James Victoria basically says is like, you need to be you in those designs. Hmm. Like, and not to just merge into like the corporate mind and become that thing like what is it that you do that's different and what is it that interests you differently so for instance like his his style is um it's a little more collage like he does he does collage things and a lot of his stuff is like hand like by hand like um I'm actually going to be taking a uh like a getaway designer weekend thing with him in April. And part of the requirements of what to bring is leave your effing laptops at home. Okay. That's like, that's part great. of his rule because he doesn't. And this is where this all comes kind of full circle. And actually I'm really glad you asked me because it's not about the software. It's nice. perfect. Yeah. It's, I didn't even know what I was asking. <laughs> yeah. Neither did I till just now, but you know, and that's something that he's really encouraged me in. Like, all his, a lot of his designs are his handwriting. Like he just like chops with scissors the top of like a sharpie so that it has like a rough look and like writes on stuff and like uses. Do you remember like old school transparencies? Oh my gosh, I was the transparency cleaner. Yeah. That was my job <laughs> in school. Yes, that was my job. <laughs> yeah, so he like uses transparencies mm-hmm. to like layer stuff, and he just like creates the most amazing work. And it's almost it's like it like verges on like fine art almost. Okay. But because he he actually teaches graphic design, so he knows the things. Mm-hmm. So it's it's that like old adage of like you have to know the rules before you can break them, mm-hmm. and. I'm barely like at a point in my design career slash life where I feel like I know I've known stuff, but like, I'm like, okay, I know me. Mm -hmm. Like I know who I am now as a designer. I know my style. Now, how can I insert more of me into that? So he, he like inspires me. I just bought one of his posters uh, a couple weeks ago for my new office for his design from gosh, I don't even know what year it was. It was a little while ago. Uh, I think like 1998, maybe I could be wrong. Don't hate me, James Victoria. Um, (laughs) It's of the poster for Twelfth Night Shakespeare mm-hmm. um, in the park over in Brooklyn where he used to live. Um, so it's basically just black. It's like done in black Sharpie on white paper, and it's brilliant. It's my it's my thing. Black. <laughs> it's my color. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. And there's like a lot of subtext to it that I, I couldn't even go into unless you saw it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you've seen it. And mm-hmm. it's... I love it. I don't need, I love the look of it. I don't know. I'm not judging it obviously based on what, how you're judging it. I just, it's just like something that I prefer. I really like. So, um, I'm really excited for you to go to that thing as well. Yeah, well, you are going with me. Yeah, but I'm not going to the actual class. Maybe, I, kind of maybe I can bribe him into letting you come to just like the, the meet and greet time. <laughs> let me know. Let me know. I'll be there. We can I'll just be, like, I'll be ready. I'll get be available. a selfie. Yeah, there. Hey, this girl really wants to please. Okay, thanks. Mm, bye. <laughs> All right, guys. So I hope that we have sufficiently uh, piqued your interest in a few things more this week related to graphic design. Again, hit us up with your questions. Yeah. We, we really, really want to dive deeper into the subject of graphic design, um, but we would love to have some of your input, some of your help, um, and then go from there. Another shout out to Vespertine. For, Rigsby. for being our theme song for Design Speaks 
Go check giving us out. energy every week. Yes, for real. To do this show. Go check him out. Vespertine. Yeah, yeah. Like, so we hope we're not too disappointing. But <laughs> hey, this is us. Sorry. So, which we'll talk about another day. So yeah. we'll see you guys next week. Sounds good.